Welcome to The Good Word, a reflection on the readings of the Daily Liturgy. I'm Father Carl Esker, a Redemptorist priest. Christmas is less than two weeks away, and many are still trying to get into the Christmas spirit, but are finding it difficult. There are still decorations to hang, presents to buy, and goodies to stock. Peace and good cheer are in short supply. Perhaps that is because the true spirit of Christmas frequently gets misplaced or covered over with a lot of tinsel. Christmas is not about throwing a big party, as good as that may be, but about welcoming a very special guest, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We symbolize his coming into our world and into our lives with the nativity scenes we set up. More importantly, we need to welcome him into our hearts. And that is where the difficulty arises, because our hearts are not as clean and pretty as the nativity scenes we set up. But that should not dismay us, because God has shown that he prefers the company of those who see themselves as poor and needy. The shepherds were the first to be called to witness the birth of the Savior, Jesus Christ. And Jesus himself welcomed the tax collectors and sinners. He has come to bring God's order to our unruly hearts. So we must not only welcome him, but also follow him. That is the message that the prophet Isaiah gives us in the first reading. I, the Lord your God, teach you what is for your good and lead you on the way you should go. Isaiah saw that the people were trying to build their own future without reference to the relationship with God and were failing badly. A truly prosperous future comes from being led by God and creating relationships of charity and respect with one another. How can we do that in a world breaking down into warring clans? We're constantly bombarded by messages from opposing camps telling us that only they are right and we have to dance to their music. Jesus, when faced with the same problem, said to the crowds, to what shall I compare this generation? It's like children who sit in a marketplace and call to one another. We played the flute for you, but you did not dance. We sang a dirge for you, but you did not mourn. Jesus goes on to compare himself to John the Baptist. They both had very different styles of preaching God's word, but were equally faithful to the word of God and equally rejected by the makers of opinions. We see the same being played out in comparisons of retired Pope Benedict and present Pope Francis. They have different styles. Pope Benedict gave more emphasis to forming a solid core of believers. Pope Francis emphasizes taking the message and love of Jesus Christ to the peripheries of society. The makers of opinion want us to think that they're at odds, but they're in harmony in their teaching. The message and person of Jesus Christ. There will only be peace and justice in the world when we turn to him and allow his merciful love to put our hearts in order. We're the ones who don't get it. We keep doing the same divisive things over and over thinking, this time it's gotta work. It may work out that we get our way, but it will not bring peace to our lives nor to the world. Jesus and the lives of the saints show us that there is a better way, love and respect, especially towards the weakest, bring justice and peace to the world 
and to our families. As Jesus concludes in the gospel, wisdom is vindicated by her works. May God bless you.